Now everybody's trying to get caught up on it. Jump on a bandwagon. That's not cool. The originators. Who else is giving you weekly updates? Weekly updates. <laughs> we the OGs of this. Like we've been told y'all Patron was this dude. Hey, what's good, folks? It's me, the main man of Bowman 12L, joined by none other LOYC, and you're listening to the Slam Bros. This is, of course, the 31st, 35th edition of the podcast. We coming to you live via the internet. Illa, what's good today? Live and direct. What's happening, Bowman? What's happening, Bowman? Hold on, I'm coming in hot. Let me... Let me let me check my levels like I'm Jay Z in the booth. You coming, yo, Guru, turn me up. You coming hot? Cause you from Texas, bro. I'm down south. It's always hot. That is true. That is very true. What's good, <laughs> Slam Bros? What's happening, Bowman? Everything is good. It is hot. Alternately rainy because it's Houston. And uh, Monday Night Raw was just in Houston the other day. So you it know, was hot. I I will say, um, be humble in the gym, folks. And and don't worry about what the white ladies tell you. Just do your business. <laughs> the father of the black man. <laughs> just just go in there, work your sets, and just like even if they give you compliments, just don't even worry about it. Just just do what you got to do. Yeah, see, you got to focus. You got to get your mind right. You got to focus on the right thing. You over there trying to stunt. Like like you you know, ravishing uh, a Rick Bowman or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yo, there, there's stunning twelve there's... L. You know what I'm saying? You gotta like you know, you gotta focus on the task at hand, brother. Oh man, so I might be on the DL list for a few days, but uh, it's we are here bringing you. Of course, another edition of the Slam Bros podcast, and you know a lot of stuff happened in the dirt sheets this week, but we we got to get to our homie because our homie's been busy, yo. Our hero has been busy, yo. I'm just amazed at his ability to constantly stay in the dirt sheets, constantly have something going on. I mean, how does one man have this much drama? I just I don't understand. I don't understand. <laughs> like, was it always like this, or did it just start when he started dating the ghost who walks? You know, it it possibly has always been like this. He is, of course, the most interesting man in pro wrestling. Las Aventuras, pay El Puerto El Patron y sus amigos. When we last joined our hero, he was being celebrated as the new unified champion of some brand new wrestling company. But all would not be well in the house of Patron, as he couldn't just sit home and celebrate with his girl, as old wounds would be opened up fresh again by those pussies, in his words, at that other wrestling company, when they would invoke the good name of Paige during a <laughs> battle rap segment on SmackDown Live. All right. So our, our homie, our homie Alberto, he was a little sensitive, 
little sensitive. It was a hotline. It's a hotline. You know, Alberto should just, it's hip hop. You know, he shouldn't even be so sensitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are worse things that have been said in battle rap arenas. But, you know, our man Alberto, he wanted to fight all the participants of the, uh, the, the Wale hosted rap battle. Um, the funny thing about it, yo, is like this man, uh, he, he named a time and a place, called out everybody, even the Usos goons, even Mega Ran. He wanted everybody there. He's like, yo, I'll be waiting at my restaurant at this time. (laughs) Here's the address. I'll be now. Here's the thing. I was thinking, all right, this is actually good self-promotion, right? He's like, I'm promoting my restaurant. So you're like, oh shit, there's gonna be a fight. Let me go see this fight. But while you're waiting for the fight, you can go get some canadas. You can get some, you know, some fresh leche. You know what I'm saying? Get some margaritas. And it's like, yeah, man. Like, it's like, what up, man? Alberto's got the goods. And he's got a fight, you know? So, I mean, it's um, like a live pay-per-view. You know, you pay for your meal. You get to watch uh, the man with the big nose get his ass kicked. You know, but then if, if, the, trap, if the Trap House boys came around, I think Alberto might have had a problem. The man with the big nose, less of a problem. And the trap has the goons too. I mean, Alberto. Exactly. We know Alberto can throw down. We know Alberto can throw down, but you can't fight everybody. Let's, yeah, let's, tra- let's trap house boys are some goons. <laughs> but that's not really what we're we're in for today. Because yo, our homie, our hero Alberto, got in some shit this weekend down here in the south in Orlando, my neck of the woods. This man, I right, so. A couple of days ago, it got reported that Alberto Del Rio was involved in a domestic violence incident at Orlando International Airport. No names were being... All we knew was Alberto was in it. That's all we knew. Uh, His victim apparently was not being named. And everyone's like, oh, shit, what's going on? And the police were investigating Alberto. No charges have been filed. No charges were pressed against him. Uh, but everyone was like, of course, everyone speculated, yo, it was probably Paige. But then Paige came out and said that Alberta was assaulted. You know, it, it wasn't her. But TMZ came through with the goods. TMZ all got the goods. They dropped some audio uh, of Paige, like, yelling at somebody. This is at no the airport. Quite sure who. Yeah, at the airport. Well, the story uh, is that some lady... Ran up on him, right? Trying to get it. I don't know what what she what happened, but she got into it with Paige, and I think that's what Alberto got involved. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly, some lady came up and threw a drink in Alberto's face because she disrespected Paige or whatnot. This was, uh, this was the alleged attack or whatnot, right? Threw some Patron and, on El Patron, yeah, right. And you know, Patron stepped through and defended his lady. Because here's the thing, uh. Patron has a history of like getting like irrationally violent around Paige when he feels there's like a slight against her. Uh, you know, he did the whole thing in Mexico uh, when he wanted to fight up that other luchador because apparently he referred to Paige as uh, beautiful. So, you know, I mean, you got to chill, man. You can't like you, you're not looking like a gentleman. You're looking like kind of like, you know, a little a little suspect like. If like you're gonna try and whoop someone's ass anytime someone looks or says anything to your lady, All yeah, right, that, I mean he, he should never listen to the Slam Bros because uh, the disparaging <laughs> <laughs> remarks. 
yeah, me alone is just you know it's just terrible. So after Patron, I mean, I'm down in Houston, so come holler at me if you want to. But uh, you should never listen to this show ever. Uh, <laughs> hey man, we gotta get this guy on the show one day. But for real though, I mean, we 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 are the experts in all things El Patron. Got y'all locked. I mean, people are trying to steal our <laughs> Patron thunder, but you know, we yeah. started here first. We've been we tracking Alberto's moves for for the past several months. For months. <laughs> now everybody's trying to get caught up on it. Jump on a bandwagon. That's not cool. The originators. Who, who else is giving you weekly updates? Weekly updates. <laughs> we the OGs of this. Like we've been told y'all Patron was this dude. Slam Bros know that Supron Chapron was not to be messed with. We told y'all this years ago. We only been around for a year. We told y'all since day one. <laughs> yeah, so, all right. Allegedly, this went down in the airport. The next day, police still haven't really said anything, but the company that Patron wrestles for and is champion for suspended him indefinitely pending police investigation. It's, it's domestic violence. You know, Grand opening, grand closing. Now. Yeah. <laughs> he just became a champ. We we live in a world now where you know no company wants to be associated with you know domestic violence. Like you can't be pulling an NFL on this, where you know the tape comes out and you see you know ladies getting knocked out in elevators and like yo is he is he is he suiting up on Sunday or what? Like you know, only four games? Like what? You know. Um. So he's been suspended indefinitely, but it's all based on a police investigation. But today there's been a twist. All right. Um. Uh. So Paige has come through and revealed that she was actually the aggressor. The mystery woman that threw the the Patron in Patron's face was her. Uh, Paige released a statement. Wait, what? Confirmed. Yeah. Paige confirmed in the statement that she received a call regarding the news about her uncle and that she was feeling sensitive. Which turned the situation from Paige from Patron comforting her to an argument about the smallest things. Said she wanted to leave. Patron said something that she won't write about here because it wasn't nice. And this is uh, where uh, she says she threw a drink in his face and walked out. With Patron getting the cops and security. Alright. She said that she then said that a crazy lady decided to leave whatever she was doing and follow us and invade the privacy in completely the wrong way. So apparently, Paige threw the drink, all right, and then some random person who was at the airport decided to follow him and get involved, and then this is where the argument came through. So, um, yo, he needs to leave her alone. It's just too much drama, and it's a whirlwind, and something is gonna happen to our hero. I mean, he just needs to just back away. Yeah, something's gonna happen to our hero. He needs to call the Ghostbusters. Let them do what they do, and <laughs> you know, just leave it be. Cause or, or get the Crayola people or somebody to like draw on her, give her some color, <laughs> something. Like call the Crayola people, let them put in work. But he needs to leave that alone, cause that's gonna be a problem. That's just, that's a felony waiting to happen. But he's not going to learn. He's not going to listen to your main man. This is, yo, whatever. I understand they work together. They may feel that they have a connection because 
they come from both, you know, lineages, wrestling families, so that might be their connection, but they still are, like, generations apart, you know, and they seem to be popping off or allegedly popping off every week, you know, and, uh, you know, like, he's the pride of Mexico. She's the ghost of England. Maybe these two things weren't meant to, you know, be, but like you said, these bad things waiting to happen. I don't want to see my boy uh, end up with a felony, uh, you know, there's back in the day. It's not the same, clearly not the same thing, but y'all recall back in like 2006. Yo, you know, they should um, just stay away from each other except for like the Dia de los Muertos. Like, that's the only time <laughs> they need to collide. <laughs> These two should ever meet. Remember back in 06, Rob Van Dam won the WWE championship, beating John Cena. Uh, he won it and was promptly busted for like weed possession. Like six days later, <laughs> like driving, driving around uh, with the belt in the car. And, you know, he had to drop that belt. Um, and it's not domestic violence or anything like that. But here we have Patron winning the belt, trying to start a new company for himself. And he seems to be getting in a situation that could possibly be easily avoided um, if, you know, he wasn't, you know, with this. And they're supposed to be getting married this month. You know, maybe maybe it's a sign. You know, uh, that he should re- reconsider his options. And Paige should probably reconsider. And it's not just Patron, too. Like, Paige, your young girl, you know, like, there's other wrestlers out there. You know, think, think of these things. And and you don't need to just stay in a relationship because, like, the public is, is wanting the relationship to fail or anything like that. I don't think we know here at the Slam Bros, we definitely, it's clear that we don't want a relationship to fail because we're like, we're we're bitter people. We just want what's best and most healthiest for you. So maybe this isn't working. Nah, I want it to fail because I think that would be entertaining too. So, yeah. <laughs> oh man, you know they're entertainers. They're here for our entertainment. So let 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 it go. But it should also fail just so El Patron can continue. Is this the season finale of Los Aventuras? You know. Can our hero bounce back from this? Will the Ghostbusters show up in time? Uh, y'all have to stay tuned. Because we're the only podcast that got weekly Alberto updates. And you know what it is. We the Slam Bros. Let's get into some wrestling. Oh, man. So, Slam Bros, the inappropriately named Great Balls of Fire took place this past Sunday. And because expectations were low, it actually succeeded on a high level. Uh, Okay, maybe that's overstating things. But uh, it was better than probably it should have been. Uh, you know, you had no, what, no, there were no title changes. Um, everything was pretty much predicted like what a month ago or whatever, whenever, whoever, you know, the Vegas line had it right. There were no title changes, but there were some damn good matches. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, there was some good matches. I guess we'll, we will, let's, let's get in the raw and then via raw, we can, uh, I guess we'll, we'll recap back yeah. up into, uh, yeah. Great balls of fire. Um, uh, but yo, uh, shout outs to who we shouting out to. Yo, shout outs to that disappointed Hardy girl lady. I swear we'll get to that lady, man. But I'm not, I'm not laughing at your pain. But like, yo, this girl works so hard on her makeup just to see the Hardy boys lose. I told you that. 
yo, Raw opens up with like big cast. He's got yo. He's got the worst music. Worst. He needs to go t- music. He needs to go ever. talk to the divorce lawyer. He'd be like, yo, I told you in the divorce. I wanted a dog. I wanted the shoes. And I wanted the music. Y'all got me out here looking stupid. Y'all got me out here looking stupid with this music. Because that Enzo be Amore theme goes hard. I mean, you know, I don't need him speaking over it. Just let it ride out for a little bit longer. But when it comes in, it starts at boom. And yeah. It goes hard. Yo, so CFO, the guy who's currently doing the music for uh, WWE, uh, he's, he's like his stuff has been great. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Shinsuke the Nakamura is the, the Shinsuke, uh, Small Joe's team, like the actual proper one he's doing. Um, like his stuff is dope. You know what I'm saying? What but is it? This it's big a, it's cast, a group, but still. Oh, it's, I thought it was two people. Yeah, two people. I it was yeah. two of these guys. Yeah, it's a yeah, duo. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, CFO. But this big cast is like placeholder. It's like the generic, the generic. Oh, I'm a big wrestler coming to the ring. Like no personality. No, it's like I'm a big wrestler going to the toilet because it is <laughs> shitty. So he needs new music ASAP, Rocky. Yeah, he came out. He got like he's got a lot of heat. He's got a lot, you know. People, I I'm surprised. You know, people are very sympathetic to Enzo Amore. And, you know, so people don't appreciate their little, you know, fast talker uh, getting his ass whooped. He claimed that he wants to be a universal champion one day and, and whatever. And he was confronted by the big show. Um, and uh, him and big show, they, they brought a little bit and then cast one in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the, the whole heel... He was like, man, I ain't standing up to fight. You know, we, we've done that bit yeah. before. Leading up to the umpteenth big show, getting another big man over match that'll be happening over the next couple weeks. Well, here's the thing. Like, New Look Big Show is, like, great. So, we, we know Big Show, he's... Now, do I think this match is going to be as good as, like, Big Show versus Braun Strowman? No. But I do think Big Show is in a spot right now where he's going to make Big Cass look good and, uh, you know, he's, he's going to build up to whatever he's doing. So, um, shout out to New Look Big Show. So, he's like, yo, he's like Fat Joe. You remember Fat Joe used to be fat? Now Fat Joe's all skinny. We don't even recognize him. You know? Yeah, now he's dropping lean back and uh, all the way up, you know? You know like, we, we can't fat even Joe call Fat Joe Joe anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we can't Joey call Big Joe Big Joe Don. <laughs> we can have to call him show you just show you ain't even big anymore you just show <laughs> <laughs> yo. so yo finn balor <laughs> uh we had continues to suffer Sam- in samson 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 right yeah samson whatever the drifter elias samson but the finn drifter. balor continues yeah. to suffer in yo, what are we doing with balor right now nothing like it wasn't a bad match it wasn't a bad match but it's like Bro, what are they doing with Balor? Remember, he came out. They they shot him a rocket on him, and unfortunately, he got injured. But it's now it's like, like, and and when he comes out, Seth Rollins sabotaged his rocket. Put that, uh man. Put the bad codes in the rocket. But it's like he comes out, and they make Finn look like the biggest deal every time he comes out. But like he's fighting Elias Sampson with, I guess, he's at the top of the card. Uh, so I guess his presentation. I just, I just don't know. I feel like you know Finn should be doing bigger, 
bigger things. But I think we say that about like all the wrestlers. We like, yeah, I feel like you should be doing bigger, bigger things. So we'll we'll see. I mean, it's not really though. It's not a bad look for Samson, right? Like Samson is getting in these competitive matches. He's getting on TV, and he's got a few, right? So I guess we're building the Samson character. We're using Finn to do that. Um, a little bit, but I mean, it's just a waste of Finn's time. But you know, it helps Elias, I guess. Party Boys came out and they teased that they might be a little broken. Jeff even sang his classical, I might need to classify myself as obsolete. Uh, Matt described them as magic, which brought out the club. Club called them nerds. <laughs> and then proceeded to win the match via the magic killer. After that, Revival came through. The top guys came through and put a top beat down on the Hardy Boys. So, uh, Ella, what do you think about that? We got Club got a win and the Revival are back. What do you think about that? No, no, no. Um, Sheamus and Cesaro got a win. The Club got a win. And the Revival got a win. So it just shows that the, the Hardys are being beaten down and broken. And I like how Matt threw that in there doing his promo. And got a nice pop from the crowd. Yo, that, did you not? Did you see how big that that pop is, man? I'm telling you, people are just when they when they get broken. Now we got some bad news about this broken situation. So uh, Matt's wife was on Twitter today, and she said that yo, there was a spoken agreement about apparently getting the rights to the characters. Everything appeared to be all good. They just needed one signature to uh, apparently sign off on the deal. But this one person is, I guess, being real, real childless about it and is not signing. So there was agreement, and now someone's being super petty about this. Wow. That's so whack. <laughs> being super petty about this. So if they continue to be petty, uh, they even got Billy Corgan back. Yeah, Billy Corgan has reappeared to help them broker this deal. And apparently parties were ready. And part of the deal was they were going to release statements Everyone's going to pat each other on the bat and wish each other well and go about their business and not talk shit about each other ever again. (laughs) One person, one person is being real petty about this situation. Do we know who this person is? Yeah, it's the the company president of Anthem, Anthem Sports. Ah, okay. So that dick is being being a dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's like, like, what are you going to do? Like. Like you, you had the rights or allegedly had the rights to this character. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to throw up in the court of law because it's going to get, it's going to, it's going to get messy. It's going to get real messy. Cause like, like senior Benjamin wasn't paid for his work. Uh, King Max wasn't paid for his work. And Max was a baby. So that's a whole bunch of shit. You know, I mean, it's, it's going to get messy. You want to drag down it. So like, yo, don't get petty. Get, just get this cash. Just like, let us go. Cause now you're just being, you just, just like, yo, just like, they don't love you no more. All right, let him move on. Stop being petty. So, uh, yeah, so that's what that's what I'm thinking. They got beat down to try and bring in the broken characters, but now we got a, a third party not even involved with the WWE being real petty. So hopefully this can get solved and the Hardy Boys, you know, they're broken because, like, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Um, yo, The Miz hosted another award show. Which the Mizzles? What was the Mizzows? What was it called? The Mizzies. The Mizzies. The Mizzies. Miz hosting uh, an award which... show is gold. Oh Yo, man, you it's the, so the, much gold. The, the Miz participation awards. Yeah, hilarious. 
Yes. Now, the Mizzies, what was hilarious about the Mizzies was uh, when Bo Dallas got, like, best supporting actor, uh, the crowd... (laughs) The crowd busted out into a "you deserve it" chant, but they pan, they pan the camera over to the Titantron, and it's flashing very poorly. Applause, 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 <laughs> which which was just I, I mean hilarious. Well, yeah, but I mean but, that's what they do in award ceremonies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um. I think everything was great about that segment, except that Miz apparently is still feuding with Dean Ambrose. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't win them all. Like, it's like whatever. Like, so the Miz Raws was beating down, you know, Dean Ambrose, and then Seth Rollins came in for the save, which of course led to a little uh, thing backstage where, like, uh, Dean was like, "Look, Seth." I don't know what you're doing out there, but I don't need your help. I can't trust you because, you know, you stabbed me in the back. And I remember that. I will not forget that. So stay out of my business, man. I don't need your help. And Seth Rollins was like, I miss you. And then, you know, Dean walked away. Uh, of course, teasing a uh, some type of... Is it really a Silver Union, man? How many times have they, like, teamed up in the past? It's not even like a reunion. The Shield was like, how many years ago were we removed from the Shield now? At least three or three or four, right? And and they have they have teamed up on for various times for various reasons. Like now, like now, Dean Ambrose finally getting like his memory back is a little like all right, whatever. And the timing is also a little strange too, because I forget one of them was giving an interview where they said, "Yeah, I could see the Shield being a reunion as a possibility." So uh, this is this is where we're going, or apparently going. Totally uh, unnecessary to happen. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey defeated Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. Um, Bailey got a surprise roll up on the champ because, of course, she would. Um, we're still doing Gold Dust and R Truth for and I think some at, reason. Uh, yo, see, here's the thing about these damn feuds: like they they pull the trigger on these feuds and then they wait too damn long to actually do the match. And when the match finally actually happens, there's like no stakes and the audience isn't like invested. But they've already had the match. Our truth got whooped before. He just got whooped again. It's just like they just had to fill in the time on Raw. They could have gone to somebody else. I don't mind Our Truth and Goldust doing a match, but they had to do something with them. You know what I mean? Or it just pops up out of nowhere. And for what? You know what? If they were going to do this, I know it's not a pay per view. But if they did like a story recap or made one of those promo recaps, like, you know, highlighting their friendship and their breakup before the match happened to get people invested, I mean, that might do a little better. But just throw them in the middle of the goddamn show. Like, oh, yeah, you know, Goldrust, you know, betrayed our truth a couple of weeks ago. It's, it doesn't help anybody. And we've spent too much time on this already. All right, yo. So the hottest segment of the night, what everyone's talking about, yo. So my man Kurt Angle came down. And uh, he's like, yo, Braun Strowman's missing in action because, you know, Roman Reigns tried to murder him. Uh, Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar show up. Uh, we get a tease of the history of Kurt and Brock. Like, Paul Heyman's like, oh, uh, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> you, know, you know, he did his thing. Never do that again. Um, uh, yeah, you do it. You do it better than me. All right. Um, uh, they did the thing. Uh 
Kurt's like, yo, we're not, we're not giving you free ideas. We're not, we're not, you know, we're not doing this service for free, not on TV. So when you, when you actually have something, call us. And then Murder Rain showed up and he's like, yo, I just murdered Braun Strowman. So I'm here for my title match. And then Brock Lesnar was like, yo, man, he's like, who are you? Like, you don't deserve shit. And here's, that is what Brock said. He said that on TV. You don't deserve shit. And if you don't believe me, go look at the clip. Go look at Paul Heyman's face. Paul Heyman's like, yo. <laughs> and then Kurt Angle's like, yo, it's PG, homie. <laughs> yeah, but the Beast Incarnate is not PG. He doesn't stand for that. Right. He was letting Murder Reigns know. <laughs> None right. for you, son. Then, None for you. It, yeah, yeah. It's like, yo, their faces were like, ooh. Because Braun's not finished with him yet. So, of course, Samoa Joe comes out. Samoa Joe comes out, and he's like, yo, I almost had you. And then uh, Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar really start, like, they're about to pop off. Samoa yeah, Joe still Sam- got the finger gun game. Still strong. Yeah, the finger Talking gun game was strong, but he came out and delivered a nice promo. A night, And I, I just love, I love their match at um, uh, Great Balls of Fire. You know, and their interaction, this this feud has been really well done, you know, and it's been carried well on both sides. There's only that one little slip up by Samoa Joe when they had him in the back room or whatever. But like the face to face interaction has been great. So just him coming out there, just like, yo, I had you beat. You escaped, you know, and just the beast like still looking down. on him, like, whatever, chump, I'm the champ. It's just been it's been real intense. It's been exactly what it needs to be. So, so I mean, speaking of their match at like Great Balls of Fire, I don't know if you noticed, but like, if you go back and watch the match, Samoa Joe is blocking Brock Lesnar's knee strikes. He actually is defending like a fighter would. He's got his arms up and he's blocking the knee strikes on Brock Lesnar. And it's just like, when have you ever seen anyone like try and counter the double leg takedown or the knee strikes? Nobody, nobody, because Samoa Joe is that dude. Yep. Samoa Joe is he was doing his thing. It's not his time yet, but it, I look forward to when it is, though. But he did his thing. The match delivered. It was a good match. Just the intensity, the idea that if he can slip the coquina clutch on, you know, the champ will fade. So you had that tension, that drama. I mean, and Brock battling back. And it was the first time, well, not the first time, but you really see Brock being vulnerable. You know, and somebody just like, because most times... You know, they pull shenanigans with a table, chair, ladder, something, whatever. But, like, this was just Samoa kind of attacked him from the – he did pull some shenanigans. He attacked him before the bell um, and really healed it up. And I think in most instances, Brock is supposed to be the heel. But Samoa Joe, you know, came through and did his thing. And it just led to a really good match. And then the follow-up on uh, Monday Night like, Raw yes. was great. Just the way they just dismissed and, and Roman Reigns was just excellent. Yes. Just like, yo, just like, don't look at him, look at me. And, and, and like, Roman – that's why a lot of people don't like him because he's just kind of like that smirking kid in the corner. And he just, he didn't really have anything to add to that segment, but like, hey guys, remember me over here too? I committed murder last night. Like, don't forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, exactly. He was just a waste of space until so, Samoa um, came out there. So that's going to be cool. Um, I mean, you know, the Samoa uh, dis- uh, machine of destruction. 
Um, so there are reports. There's re- there were reports after pay per view that Brock Lesnar was really uh, glad and happy to be working with Samoa Joe. That he liked that you know Samoa Joe could match his intensity. So he was glad to work with Joe, and uh, maybe that's why they were continuing to work together. Because uh, well, I mean, but Stone Cold has been talking about that. You know, he always talks about Brock being a good, you know, having a good head for business, always willing to put other people over. And Brock kind of like he engineered the stuff with Goldberg and how he was kind of the, the on the losing end of that. Um, and he's engineered a lot of the stuff with Samoa Joe to really help build up Joe because he likes him on a personal level. And then, you know, they just they can just do good business together. So, I mean, it only makes sense that you'd be hearing that, you know, I mean, it was a pleasing match. So, you know, he definitely was probably pleased with it and pleased with how things are playing out so far. So, like, yeah, that was um. Yo, I'm excited, man. So, you know, the, the rumored card for SummerSlam right now is going to be a four-way for the title. Uh, so, most likely, it will be Brock, Joe, Roman, and Strowman in a four-way for the title at SummerSlam. And you know what? You know, I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not mad about that. That is more exciting than Brock and Roman. Yeah, that is infinitely now, more if, interesting than Brock and Roman. If they give Samoa the title in that type of situation, I, I can live with that. Because, you know, you at least you have the idea that, you know, one or two people will probably occupy with, with Lesnar, you know, or something, you know, something happens and it's enough shenanigans where it's like, all right, because they, they really have, have they given him a clean loss? Maybe uh, the Goldberg. Goldberg, I think, is the only one. Clean loss at Goldberg, clean loss at Triple H, clean loss at John Cena. Well, with Cena, it was shenanigans. Cena got his ass kicked for it. No, no, the first, the first, when he first returned. Yeah, Back Cena got his ball. ass kicked. And no, then, no, his first, the first match at Extreme Rules. When yes, when Cena got his percent. ass kicked, and then Cena hit him with the stairs and got the pin. Yeah, he was there. It was an Extreme Rules match. It was, shenanigans. It was dumb. <laughs> Yo, it wasn't. It, beat it wasn't the crap like, out of him for fifteen minutes. One then, that wasn't that wasn't good wrestler Cena. We were still in that Super Cena phase. Like whatever, fuck John Cena. Hashtag it was, it was, that. It was and it was disappointing because like Brock Lesnar was returning, and like Cena had to go over. Uh, it was, but I guess once again it's it's a sign of you know Brock willing to do business, you know. Uh, so yeah, so that was the greatness of uh, Monday Night Raw. Next week we'll be treated to joy, a Samoa Joe Roman Reigns match. Which will be ending uh, um, DQ because Braun Strowman is going to come out and interfere, right. thus setting up uh, the SummerSlam match. This four way, for the four way uh, pay per view with Brock Lesnar. Get it right. <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, I mean, like Roman is a dick, yo. He lost that match fair and square, and then tried to commit murder because he lost the wrestling match. But I just like how they played him. You know what I'm saying? Like they played him like a chump. <laughs> I love. You don't get. Yeah. What do you say? I don't. You know. I don't owe you shit. <laughs> He's like you'll never. And then tell us some more, Joe. You know, you'll never get a title match. You'll never see it. It's like yo. It's oh, like yo. Did you sleep? He's like yo. I kicked your ass last night. I almost put your ass to sleep last night. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was like, like yeah, man. It was. Yeah. So it was and awesomeness. Kurt and then sweating back then. That was. That was yeah, more Kurt Angle shenanigans with some mystery phone call. Sound like he was on the phone with some woman he loved or whatever. Something's going to be drug out next week. Blah, blah, um, blah. 
yeah, and blah, then blah, blah, blah. Down. Remember, Seth Rollins and Bray Wyatt wrestled again. But I told y'all last time, I leave the room when he starts wrestling, so I can't yeah. even tell you what happened at the end of the match. I mean, we, we, we can say there was a brave victory over the week. Yo! So that was Yo! the only, you know, that was positive, I guess. <laughs> yo, people on the internet. Yo, shout us to Uproxx. Shout out to Uprox. They did some research. Apparently, um, Disco Inferno has a higher win percentage than Bray Wyatt. I don't doubt it. That's <laughs> hilarious. That is hilarious, but I do not oh. doubt that. Oh, man. Oh, man. What? Yo, here we go. All right, yo, smack that. I've got to find that link so I can tweet it at Bray Wyatt and harass the hell out of him. <laughs> Because that's what I do. Oh man, yo, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, yo, I'll give you the link. All right, um, yo, SmackDown, boom, we open up, uh, we open up with the recap of AJ Styles winning the United States Championship at Madison Square Garden. Now a lot of people are like, yo, why Styles win it? It's KO, it's KO injured. No, we did get a little something in the dirt sheets. Apparently, they're working on a DVD for AJ Styles, and they wanted more moments for him. So they figured him winning the title at Madison Square Garden would be great content for his DVD. So that's why. Well, All righty then. I mean, like these, these title changes happen at house shows and Madison Square Garden should not be considered like a house show. They always stack Madison Square Garden broadcast it or not. Like they eventually put that footage up on like the network. That's what they have been doing. Like those those house shows are. Those those house shows are something special. It's the garden, you know. Um, so SmackDown, yo SmackDown. So opened up. Uh, AJ Styles says he's opening up the the U.S. Open Challenge, and of course, do 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 answers the call. Um, which could we know they can wrestle? They start to wrestle a little bit, but then the homie Ruru and KO come through and cause the beatdown. This will, of course, lead to a tag team match at the end of the night. All right. Um, but first match on SmackDown was Jinder Mahal, Monday Maharaja, uh, facing a returning Ty Dillinger. If you haven't paying attention, Ty Dillinger's been missing in the SmackDown ring. Like, he showed up in, like, vignettes and kind of, like, those parody commercials. But he hasn't really been on SmackDown TV proper for a couple of weeks now. And, uh, like, yeah, so they had a nice little, well, they really had a nice little, it was just a short little match. It was, it was to make, like, you know, uh, Jinder look strong. He hit him with the, uh, the Coloss and then, you know, did his standard, like, you know, y'all people hate me because, you know, I'm brown. Y'all hate diversity. I was, I was kind of laughing when he dropped the diversity line. I was like, yeah, damn, they do hate diversity. Yeah, that, that line chill. actually got me when he talked about the birthday. I was like, oh. Like, touche, gender. Touche. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yo, it's like, yeah. So, um, but they're bringing the, the Punjabi prison. Like, they need to stop. The one thing I don't like about this Punjabi prison, like, they need to, like, really stop. Like, yo, this is Indian tradition. Like, no, this is some bullshit match. This shit, this shit is, this, this is not, this is not gonna. Bullshit, gonna racist, match. fucking. This. It's gonna, this is gonna, and this is, gender versus Randy for the umpteenth time. This is this is so this is like when you walk into uh, like an Italian New York style pizzeria and they're serving Jamaican beef patties with mozzarella, and you're like, "Yo, what is this shit? Like, what is this? 
Yo, I don't know what the fuck kind of restaurant you've been at. Yo, man. Yeah, man. Shit's getting... Yo, people getting way too comfortable with Jamaican food over here, man. People getting way too comfortable. So what else we have on SmackDown? We had (laughs) developments with Naomi and Charlotte and um, Uh, Women's Championship. We did. We did. Um, Tamina and Natalya defeated Charlotte and Becky Lynch in a match. Um, Lana came to the string shot ringside and she hit him with the distraction. And then what they did was like they did like the secret tag, you know, the blind tag. And so, um, what's her face was not able to, uh, oh, you know, phone call. I didn't put this on mute. All right, I'm bad. Let me cut that out. All right, we uh, we got the blind tag, uh, did not recognize. Uh, did not recognize that um, who was a legal person, and then you got the pin, uh, super kick. She got um, Tamina got a super kick win. Uh, isn't the referee supposed to count to five on a tag? Like sometimes, you know, they're supposed to, but just the mechanics of wrestling, because it's like, all right, you make the tag, and you're supposed to have five seconds to get in or out the ropes. We know this because two weeks ago. Booker T explained it to that one guy from Transformers. You got five seconds, right? But the blind tag wouldn't work if if uh, Natalia, you know, didn't, you know, spend all of it. So, um, but oh, we didn't talk about it last time, man. But Ella, what do you think of Naomi's new belt? It's all glowing and shit. It looks awesome, doesn't it? Yes, indeed. The WWE Women's Championship is feeling the glow. So when she got the new belt, in my mind. I was thinking, all right, they really trust her now. They see that she's got something. Naomi's going to be keeping his belt for a while because she's got her own belt, you know? And shit looks awesome in her entrance, you know? Yeah, nah. I mean, WWE is trying to back Charlotte. We know this to be the long-term vision and goal. But, you know, for right now, I'm glad for Naomi to let them ride it out, you know, let her do the little accoutrement, like the glowing belt. But we'll see what happens. We'll see. I mean, yo, that means uh, Naomi's getting some good merch sales, though. We also had a confrontation between Baron Corbin and Shunsuke Nakamura. It was supposed to be a match, and I was I joked on Twitter. I was like, "Yo, watch, watch the the entrance be longer than the match." And the match never took place because uh, Nakamura jumped Corbin, and they brawled outside until they got separated, and then they whatever, and then they didn't they they brawled so. Um, I don't know. This could be, uh, you know me, like I, I'm not a hater of Corbin. Uh, some people say he can't wrestle. I kind of like, he's kind of like brawler style. He's got a brawler style. And so I think he'll actually be a good pairing for Nakamura if he can actually do the strong style. So, uh, I think even JBL kind of mentioned it. Uh, you know, he's boxer. Corbin's a boxer. Nakamura's strong style. So I, I think it could be an interesting pairing on the pay-per-view. Um, like Baron doesn't really like this is how I see this match ending, right? Shinsuke gets Shinsuke gets the win, and then while he's celebrating, uh Corbin's like, Well, I'm still Mr. Money in the bank, right? So like he's in a position where even when he loses, he still wins right now. Yeah. So uh yo, shout out to the homie Xavier Woods, defeated Jay Uso. Um uh, I always love when uh Woods get to wrestle because like people forget the man can wrestle. And he's got that springboard elbow drop where he is clearing coast to coast with that damn elbow. The cat really can wrestle I mean? for real. So it's cool that they, you know, right. they, they don't chump him like out people, when they don't chump him out. 
Like, also, people think, like, Xavier Woods is a small dude. I'm like, yo, man, this man's arms is massive. Y'all be sleeping on wrestlers because y'all be watching TV, but y'all don't know what their life look like, man. When you get them up and, like, oh, man, these dudes is legit. Like, they can go. So, um, but one, of the, one of the things I hate hearing from people, and, Eli, I know you've probably seen it, too, on the internet. A lot of people are like, Woods shouldn't wrestle. He should just step back and do the manager role because he's slowing down, like, Big E and Kofi. I'm like, no, man. What he, like, should, what he should not do is get into porn. <laughs> All right. what? So, like, yo, let the man live. Like, let the man live. Let him wrestle. Let him be him. Let him be great. Let him be great. Instead of the same thing. Fuck Paige. Yo, no, he doesn't need to do that. He's a married man now. He's a married man now. Take your own Yo, advice. That's right. he, was, he was married when that <laughs> happened, though, right? No, he was not married when that happened. Uh, okay. Because I know not wifey got to be feeling some kind of way about that. He was, he, was, he was not married when that happened. Um. So, let let Woods be great. They said the same thing about Russell Westbrook back in the day. They always said that he needs to stay back and just play his part and just be like, just be the second fill and i'm like when you're at school you never tell a kid yo man you 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 can't be the astronaut you're just giving me the guy putting the tank in the goddamn space shuttle no tell the kid he can be the astronaut you know even if it will sabotage the team in the long run yo it's, it's not gonna sabotage. but yo, we digress woods, is, woods no woods woods is set for light because he's got that he's got that crossover appeal he is a natural ambassador of that company because he just speaks to people. His video game channel is big. And on top of that, he just, he's just like a pop culture crossover. So he's going to be set for life with that company because they can just send Woods out and he's just going to be a natural ambassador for a thing. And even if he's without the WWE, the man's smart enough. He's got that doctorate degree. You know, I know he's, he's going he's gonna to do whatever he wants to put his mind to. So shout out to Woods. Uh, and then what do we have? Main event was John Cena and AJ Styles defeating Kevin Owens and Rusev, and it was it was a nice little match. But fuck John Cena. My thing about this, uh, my thing about this match was this was the second tag match back to back. So we had the ladies match, which was a tag match, and then we had the men's match, which was the tag match, and they both kind of built to the same thing. You know, one of the characters getting you know beat down for. Large portion of the match builds to a hot tag, and then shenanigan finish. Right, so the ladies had the distraction finish. Um, the men kind of went over clean. Uh, they went over clean, but it still built to a hot tag. And I was like, man, these hot tags really don't work once you've just seen one, you know. Um, but it was it was all right. It was like it was a very TV match. Like we've seen what all four of these guys can do. And they were just kind of going through the motions. I mean, the worst part was the uh, the show of respect at the end. I wanted AJ to just smack his hand, you know, and and go back to his old ways of beating up John Cena. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't need to see that. I don't need to see anything. No, no respect for John Cena. No, he's gonna, he's gonna smack his hand, him. give him the phenomenal forearm, you know, something like let him know, like I ain't forgot. You might have been away for a while, but I ain't forgot. It's still beat well, up John Cena life. That's what he told him. He told him, he's like, yo, I'm not going to, I haven't forgotten the last time we wrestled, you took something away from me. Like he told him that backstage. 
So, um, yeah. well, this time I would have said, "Well, you can take this with you," and I'd have clocked him upside the head with that U.S. title belt. <laughs> oh man! Oh, yeah, that is. So those funny. were the shows. Thank you once again for rocking with the Slam Bros. You know where you can find us on the internet's at Slam Bros Pod, at IllaYC, at Bowman Twelve L. You know, I'll let your man's. We we love the commentary. We love the uh the questions, things of that nature. Talk some shit with us. Send us your gifs, video clips, news, and noteworthy information. You know, and uh, you know, let the slam lords know what's going on. And you know, I love it when you let when you let Bowen know that yes, Jeff signed with the company with Matt, but they really wanted Jeff. You know, let Bowen know he's wrong. This, yeah, that's why that's why it was all going delete. That's why it was all going delete, man. People don't even know who Jason Jordan is, but they know what delete means. They know yeah, who Senior okay. Benjamin is. We, we know Matt is they, popular right now, but we know that Vinnie Mac doesn't give a shit because he didn't create it. So he will take that delete nonsense as long as he got what he want, which is Jeff Hardy. And uh, then shout out to Dio. Shout out to Dio. Hit me up in the mentions. Y'all, 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 y'all know what it is, man. It's it's uh it's delete time. Um, yo, sh- um, hit us up on the on the the uh the SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. Where else is the show available? Google Play Store. Uh, remember, leave comments. Those uh that actually brings up all of Fanbros. To the so more people can find all of the Slam Bros podcast, Scream Squad, um, Scream Squad, Slam Bros main show. Uh, who else we got? Outlaw Bars, of course, and also Slam Bros. So just tell a friend to tell a friend, and I guess we'll see y'all next time.